everything about hockey has left my mind. Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Seattle Kraken. Again, um, we are joined by Sky, who writes for both Stanley Cup of Chowder and Davy Jones. Locker room. No apostrophe locker room. Steph Trevor's going to kill me, but I, I'm literally made insane by the lack of apostrophe in the Davy Jones locker room. It could be now, just the Davy Jones Memorial locker room. You don't know. I guess. It's just that he, it was his locker. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was his it wasn't locker. His, it wasn't his specific locker. It was his locker room. <sighs> all right. I'll, I'll let it go. Because otherwise we'll be here all day with me complaining. Yeah, we'll, we'll be just bothered with nomenclature all day. Yeah, which no is one kind of how hockey has been over the past <laughs> week or so. Yeah, so this is going to be an interesting pregame because I was telling Sky before we started officially recording this um, that over the course of the holiday break, every single bit of hockey information related to this season has completely left my brain. It is the, it's as though nothing has happened. I don't remember who was good or who was bad or what was happening. So we're just going to figure it out as we go. Um, mm. But just to my, it's my understanding. Did the, did Seattle have a few games canceled because of the COVID stuff? Uh, it's kind of hard to think of a team that didn't get most of its games canceled over the past couple of weeks. Uh, it started with the Maple Leafs on uh, the 19th, and it uh, has been spiraling out of control up until uh, Monday of this week. So this is going to be the first game back in what is increasingly looking like almost a month. Yeah, it'll be the first game back for the Flyers as well. So that'll be cool. Very interesting. Yeah, and I guess the biggest thing that is happening with Seattle right now as it relates to this game is that Brandon Tanev is out for the season. Is that right? Yes, he he is. He's out with an ACL injury, which stinks. that stinks a lot. You know, you have to, when you're a young team and you've got this team that very few people, you know, know that much about, have so much kind of need someone to gravitate towards Mm -hmm. um it's really hard to think of a player who fills that role of heart and soul guy that everyone loves you know the dude who always plays with pace that like brandon tanev he's Mm -hmm. a little weird he's got this interesting charisma to him he's the easiest way to describe his skating is that it's always revving up it's just never not stopping he's he plays like every game could be his last and Mm. it really stinks that a player like that has to be on the injured reserve list for a little while yeah it does stink especially considering that you know the kraken are not winning a lot of games so they're bad bad you can say that they're bad I was trying to be nice about it, but yeah, they're bad. Um, no, we don't. We don't have to be. We don't have to sugarcoat this anymore. <laughs> so having something to rally around for the fan base is obviously a good thing. Um, well, we wanted there to be Matt Beniers, but Team USA got their game canceled. So it's been rough. It's been a very rough time I, for. Uh, it's really uh, been a, Seattle fans. A messy couple of weeks generally. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the Flyers, yeah, the Flyers and the Kraken haven't played since very early in the season, back on October 18th, when the Flyers won six to one. Um, Mm. 
back in those halcyon days when Flyers fans thought for a minute that the team might be fun and good. Uh, what has Dave Hextall's team been up to over the course of the last couple of months? What have they been doing game-wise? Well, um, stop me if you've heard this before. Um, sometimes they'll look like they finally turned a corner and then they just will completely sink themselves or they will be down early or they will suddenly be finding themselves having these systematic breakdowns that no other team in the league could possibly have. That, does that sound kind of hackstallish to you? That's a Dave Hackstall special right there. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a little bit of that. Um, <laughs> I think it's, you know, it's hard with a season where you've had all these postponements and you have players going out from COVID protocol. And you're also running into the problem of, honestly, I think Philip Grubauer was a good idea for mm. a uh, expansion draft goalie, but he has not really filled the role that they need. Yeah. And so... And if, and the guys behind him are either young or untested. And so for the Kraken, it's been, well, if we can't even trust our netminder, what hope do we have <laughs> other than just trying to score our way out of problems? And for the most part, they've gotten close to being able to do that. But they, the problem, I think, is that a lot of what made Flyers hockey under Hackstall so frustrating is kind of rearing its ugly head. I'm not quite at the per, at the part of me that says I think it's time for a change mm. because I want to see what this team looks like with like a game-changing talent on on it. They've got a lot of really strong talent, a lot of really good possession talent. What they need is good finishing talent and if they can pick up just one guy, I figure maybe we'll see what happens. But I, I I imagine that if you're a Flyers fan, you'd probably watch the Kraken and go, oh, I've seen a lot of this. I, I know what this looks like. I'm probably, I can't imagine that you'd be super, uh, super excited to see it happen to the Flyers again. So, no. yeah. Yeah, I see uh, heat maps on Twitter from time to time of Kraken games and all those shots from the outside. And I'm like, yeah, there's Dave. That's yeah. Dave. He loves to keep it, which is so bizarre because he has the kind of talent that can easily cut into the middle and start causing some trouble. The problem mm -hmm. is, the problem is, is that like, if you go to hockeyviz.com and you see where some of the best finishing that they're getting is from, it's either from the circle or right in front of the net. And they still have to take all these shots out from the point. That's not okay. That's something that needs to be figured out, hopefully, over the course of this break, hopefully over the course of uh, the next couple of months. Otherwise, I don't think Dave Haxtell is going to remain the Kraken coach for a very long time because this this is just unacceptable. Yeah, it's a weird thing about NHL coaches is that they rarely seem to learn any lessons. Yeah, funny how that works out. Would have thought like they just really think that their ideas are the right ones. And if they're not working, it's because the players are failing to execute, not because the ideas are bad. So 
NHL coaches are gonna NHL coach, but you mentioned yeah. that the Kraken are doing some scoring and just looking at mm-hmm. the numbers here, Jordan Eberle and Jaden Schwartz are leading the team in points. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like Eberle is leading in goals as well. Eberle and McCann are tied Eberle, in goals. Yeah. Okay. Um, what has been going well for the Kraken? Well, it's definitely been their top six. Um, Jordan Eberle and Jaden Schwartz and Jared McCann are as much as people have been kind of going back and forth on them being, you know, true first line liners in the league they've done fantastic work together i think that you know together and apart i think they play very very well um yanni gord has shown that he can be a pretty strong playmaker and you know before they lost him brandon tanev was you know a strong uh scoring presence in the depth and i gotta say even with the sometimes uh deeply obnoxious breakdowns the kraken aren't that bad at giving up shots in the slot they seem to get that pretty pretty reasonably it's just it's just a matter of uh making sure that your goaltender can actually make the save that they need to and in general i think that there's a bunch of players that are starting to really come into their own uh morgan hickey's coming come coming together uh vince dunn when he wasn't on protocol was do was coming together uh, Junas Donskoy, for all of the memes we've made about him not being able to buy a goal, um, he's been a fantastic playmaker. He's been able to get uh, assist after assist after assist, and he's still and he's still hunting for goal number one for the Kraken. And that's which is which is funny, but it helps to contextualize this team isn't as like Arizona bad they're just mm. really frustrating but, but you can do something with frustrating in my opinion so I did see today that um Joey Duckhord is up mm-hmm. on the taxi squad for the Kraken um yes he is is there any chance I'm trying to remember how the rules work for the taxi squad mm-hmm. my brain is leaky is there any chance you think that they sub him in for one of these struggling goaltenders? Because like, I feel like the thing with a goalie like Doug Hort is like, he's, he might not be that good, but also like he might pop in and like play a crazy good game. And that might be something that the Kraken need maybe to get going. That's, that's not a bad idea. Um, the thing is, is that, you know, one of their biggest issues is net front D. So mm. one of, so he really, un, unless Decord is just ready to have to take shots in from point blank, uh, which is not always the case from AHL goalies. I'm not sure that would be the best option, but then again, you know, guys like Dreger and uh, Grubauer, they've, they've done their best and it looks like at least for one of them, their best isn't enough. I would not I would not hate to see Decord if uh Grubauer or uh Drager were uh dealing with like cramping or something like that over the course of the next week. Mm-hmm. Um right after this game they've got the Flames and then on Saturday they've got Vancouver. You know, fingers crossed and all that. But they it would be nice to see them try and cycle through 
what they have in their goaltending so that they can make an honest assessment. I do think personally that but if they make any changes with their goaltending upcoming, mm-hmm. um, I would prefer them to deal with the players on the ice rather than uh, rather than just the goaltender, because I feel like part of it is that the system that they need from Hackstall, it needs not game breaking talent, but noticeable talent. Okay. And I don't feel like that we're getting I don't feel like that we're getting that from the current group of uh, defensemen at the very least uh, as of right now. Yeah. I, so I, as a Flyers fan, I'm sure you understand the pain of having theoretically good defensemen that just don't pan out. Right. Ah, uh, yes. We have seen that yeah. before several times. And um, we're continuing to see it. <laughs> right. I know that the I'm just kind of looking through Twitter now. There are some guys still in protocol for the crack. Mm. Vince Dunn, uh, Donato Larson. And Appleton. Yeah. Um, with those guys out, are there any like notable call-ups that we might be looking at from the minors? Uh well, there was some positives that came out of uh Will Borgan's first time in the uh uh NHL, so I wouldn't mind seeing a little more Borgan. Um I've been up and down on whether or not uh alex true is really nhl level talent but i'd be willing to give him another shot um but i think part of the the whole thing with this whole covid protocol thing is that you kind of have to roll with the punches yeah Um, the kraken don't really have a whole lot of talent that they can call on right now because you know they've they made their bed for the year and it looks like they're gonna lie in it yeah so that's that's total that's all ron francis's call but i would say um you probably pull up max mccormick see if he does something um you probably see if a player on the checkers can pull something out um i personally would just hope that there is a negative test and see if you can get vince done back in this lineup because it, it it takes a lot of they kind of the the defense of the Kraken is kind of threadbare at the moment, and yeah. so any good player that you can get can really can really make a difference. So heading into this game, what would you say the odds are that the Kraken beat the Flyers? I know this is hard because this is almost like this is almost like a game at the start of the season. Like it's been so long since we've had a game. Yeah. Yeah, like it feels it feels like a a restart. It feels like a yeah. it feels like it feels like this is like right after the lockout or something like that. Right, because um, like, does it matter how the Flyers were playing before or how the Kraken were playing before? I'm not sure that it does because the stop has been so long, like longer than it should have been for just Christmas. That yeah. it's almost like we're starting fresh, and we're gonna again. Yeah, just see what these guys look like. Yeah, um, I don't really know what to expect from the Flyers anymore. I know they clean Same. house, so <laughs> so I wish I knew a little more about what the Flyers were going to be. Mm. Um, I know that they can score. I know that they definitely can score, and I know that they can get scored on, which generally works to the Kraken's advantage. 
Um, they're very good at taking over at least one period and sort of, you know, hanging on that one period for a while. But if they don't cash in, then they're it's going to be like trying to draw blood from a stone. Um, yeah. I mean, the good thing for the Kraken heading into this game is that um, as of now, Carter Hart is on COVID protocol. So um, they'll be getting Martin Jones, which I mean, Jones hasn't been bad for the Flyers, but like. He's still Martin Jones, so there's like always a, a chance that he just. Well, he's does. got a 907, which he's been, I he's think been. I think Kraken fans would kill for that right now. So. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough game, and it's going to be it's not going to be fun for the next you know several months. It's gonna it's gonna be an uphill battle no matter what, especially when you lose a guy like Brandon Tanev. Yeah. That said, I feel like. Losing Tanev the day before you're supposed to hit the ice again would definitely motivate me personally to try and start winning some games for Turbo because he's put his best foot forward. He's really tried to ingratiate himself to the team and to the community. He's done an absolutely fantastic job as a middle six, bottom six player. Um, he can play wherever you need him to be. And you just lost that. So I feel like really rallying together to to get a good effort forward at the very least is paramount to them winning this game. I think that if this game were a win, it will be some 5-4 craziness that is oh so typical of Seattle Kraken hockey after, <laughs> after two months. I'm here for a bonkers barn burner, to be honest with you. I would not hate that at all. I just want a normal game. I just want one normal game. Mm. The, the Kraken don't play normal games, so I want to know what that looks like for them. Okay. So whatever happens in this game, there's going to be something that happens that you haven't seen in quite a long time. So I'm very <laughs> excited and a little scared for that. I am going to kick off what feels like the new season on a positive footing, and I'm going to say Flyers win this game. Four to one. I'm gonna get real crazy with it. Four to one. That's a that's pretty reasonable. I hope Martin Jones and the Flyers defense is up to the task. Yeah, Martin Jones is gonna have to do it. He's gonna have to to get it done tomorrow night. It'll be it's gonna be an interesting week for the Flyers because they've got a back to back with San Jose right after this Kraken game, and uh, I think Martin Jones is gonna play both of those games. So. That's the Kraken have to play the Flames next, and that's going to be unpleasant. Oof, yeah, it might be unpleasant for the the Kraken fans. So it might be it might behoove the Kraken to pull this one out, because <laughs> I'm looking, and we might be in the new year before we see another W. Yeah, I'm just being I'm just being a little pessimistic, but I'm also being realistic about this. I respect the honesty, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I personally don't watch very much west coast hockey at all so i have not seen a seattle cracking game since they played the flyers so you know if a team they're a lot of fun they're also absolutely infuriating i wouldn't have it any other way and i mean like bad teams win hockey games like they don't go oh and 82 so yeah the only the only team that might have uh, might have gotten there was the arizona coyotes and guess who gave them their first win <laughs> King County is all about being giving, and the Kraken embody that spirit. 
You love to see it. It's heartwarming. I love to see it so much. So you're going 5-4 Kraken. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, 5-4 okay. Kraken. Okay. I'm saying 4-1 Flyers. Mostly, I just hope both teams have fun out there. Of course. It's been a while. And no one uh, gets COVID. No one gets COVID. No one gets hurt. We, I don't think either team can really afford anything like oh. that going into their next game. I truly cannot take another injury on this team. I will simply turn to dust. It's just me neither. It's too much. Skylar, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the internet at skyonair underscore on twitter.gov. Uh, you can find me also at Stanley Cup of Chowder for Bruins content. And you can find me at Davy Jones Locker Room for Seattle Kraken content. The locker thank you room. very much, by the way, for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. For once you go check out the website dedicated to the locker room named for Davy Jones. In not, memory of Davy Jones, God rest his soul. Not in fact the locker room belonging to him, hence no need for an apostrophe. <laughs> just you, going. you don't know. You you simply cannot you cannot make that enter. You cannot I, make that definitive. Yeah, I'm I, I'm just not gonna let it make my eye twitch anymore, Sky. That's what I'm gonna try to you're do. You're gonna you'll have to ask Steph. <laughs> I I made you're a whole gonna sit there in front of our boss and make her and make her say something. I could tell very quickly that she was real tired of my no apostrophe <laughs> bullshit. As soon as she revealed the name of that blog, I could tell very quickly that I better just stop talking about the apostrophe or she was going to murder me. So hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast and I'll be safe. <laughs> Sky, thank you again so much. I hope that you enjoy the hockey game. I hope everyone has fun. I hope that nothing wacky happens because we have had quite enough of the wackiness, I think. Go Flyers. Yeah. Go Kraken. <laughs>